Down the Lines podcast with Tyler Hunt. It's storming outside because Brian Kelly's just raining in these recruits. That's a go, Tigers. You know, Joe Burrow, he was the one. (laughs) What's Brian Kelly going to do? I don't know. And now your host, Tyler Hunt. Hello and welcome to episode number 139 of Down the Lines. On today's episode, we are talking quarterback, the gunslingers, the old pigskin tossers, the captains of the team. We are talking quarterback. And we are going to tell you who we think is going to start. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know who's going to start. I know the three guys that are going to play. I don't know who's going to start, though. And that's the truth. But on today's episode, I'm going to break down the three quarterbacks who we have vying to play. I mean, we do have four. I do not believe that Walker Howard is going to start on this team. And if he does... That means that he is a baller, which I think he is. I think he's going to be at LSU. I just don't think it's going to be this year. More on that later. If you check the previous podcast, I went through wide receivers yesterday. Before that, the defensive front seven, the defensive backs, and the running game. This is the last of this series of installments of the preview for the 2022 team. So if there's a name you need to know, Check out the pods, and you'll know them for the upcoming season. Next week is SEC Media Days. Haven't entirely decided how I'm going to go about the podcast next week. Probably going to be highlighting some of the things that the coaches say, but whatever. Today, the quarterbacks. Who is going to be under center for your Fighting Tigers this year? And if you listen to yesterday's pod, pod about the wide receivers, I told you, I don't think it matters. The reason I told you that is because I think we have three viable options. I think we have three very good options, three quarterbacks who can lead this team to nine or ten wins. And I think if you get one of these quarterbacks to play above their head, you can make some noise with the playmakers that you have on the outside, and if the offensive line comes together under Brad Davis. But enough of uh, enough of the wait. Who Who's going to be quarterback? Is going to be Jaden Daniels, transfer from Arizona State, three-year starter over there? It's going to be Miles Brennan, who we all know well, who has been here since Fred Flintstone. Or... It's going to be Garrett Nussmeyer, the gunslinger, the youngin', the one that came out in the spring and made everybody question what they thought they knew. And I tell you, don't be surprised if Garrett Nussmeyer is under center against Florida State and the Superdome. Don't be surprised. Do I think it's going to be Garrett Nussmeyer or do I think that it's going to be Jaden Daniels or Miles Brennan? I personally kind of have the feel that I had in 
2020 when it was Miles Brennan, Max Johnson, or TJ Finley, who who was going to be the one to go? Everybody was talking Max Johnson um, was kind of the the young one. That they, they, they wanted to give it to the young Orm that can be the quarterback for the next three years. But Miles Brennan had waited his turn, sat behind Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, he had to wait his turn before he came to LSU. And so they kind of everybody was putting Miles Brennan in the same shoes as Joe Burrow. And then Miles Brennan come out. The first three games of the season, he started until he got hurt. And in those three games, he was he was pretty good, in my opinion. I know everybody's going to say he sucked because he went one and two. But look back at what Miles Brennan did. Against Mississippi State, week one, he had some jitters. He held the ball too long. He didn't. It, it, it wasn't great. And it looked horrible. Because you were coming off a national championship against Clemson. Joe Burrow set every record that there is to set. And you were just, you, you thought that Miles Brennan was going to come in and do what Joe Burrow did, and he didn't. Week two against Vanderbilt, I know it was Vanderbilt. I know that. Week two against Vanderbilt, he played better. He looked more comfortable. He was making better throws, better decisions, getting the ball out earlier. Week three against Missouri, a game that went back and forth because the defense was horrible. He was on fire that game, and he got hurt early in the game, played with that injury, an injury that ended his season. He played with that injury that whole game and had you one yard away from winning. Now, you could say, well, if he was good and if he should be the starter, he should have won that game against Missouri. You could say that. That's fair. Part of it's coaching. I mean, I'm not going to go back on that 2020 season and say what should or shouldn't have been done. But all I'm saying is, if Miles Brennan is the starter game one with what he did in 2020 as the starter and the progress he made in those three games, I would be comfortable with that. And if I had to make a guess at who the starter is going to be week one, I would guess Miles Brennan only on the fact that I'd be most comfortable with Miles Brennan in an LSU uniform. That's that is the only reason why I would say Miles Brennan. If you want to talk about potential, potential to be great, that's where Garrett Nussmeyer. That's why everybody's so excited about Garrett Nussmeyer. If you listen to the talking heads around the nation, if you talk to people around Baton Rouge, uh, LSU fans, Garrett Nussmeyer is the one that they want under center. And that's because in the spring, he balled out. He was 9 for 16, 136 yards and a touchdown, if I remember correctly. All four of the drives that he was the quarterback on, the offense went down the field and scored. None of the other quarterbacks did that. Garrett Nussmeyer balled out in the spring game, and that's why people are excited about him. He played in one game last year for an extended period of time, and it was okay. It wasn't great. We didn't win. But the upside for Nussmeyer is huge. If you can harness the energy of Nussmeyer, he's been 
um, compared to guys like Baker Mayfield, who just play with such a high motor and can make these incredible throws, and you just have to like hone in that talent to where they make the smart decisions while making the incredible plays. Instead of always trying to make incredible plays and force themselves into making bad decisions and turn the ball over. If you can harness that energy, harness the good energy, block out the bad, circle. Okay, I'm kidding. Um, thank you, Happy. Um, Garrett Nuss Garrett is like Happy Gilmore. If you can harness the good energy and block out the bad, Garrett Nussmeyer could go 400 yards, four or five touchdowns, and he can be a dynamic playmaker. But, so like like I said earlier, I wouldn't be surprised if he started game one in the Superdome because of what he did in the spring. But you still have to go through all of fall practice. And all of fall practice is where Jaden Daniels is going to give himself a shot of showing you what he can do. Because Jaden Daniels came here in the spring, in the spring game. It didn't look great, but Jaden Daniels really hadn't been here that long. I don't know if you remember in 20, was it 2018 when Joe Burrow came, when he started week one against Miami, he didn't know all of the players' names on the team yet because he had only been here for like two or three weeks. And it wasn't until halfway through the season that he started getting his footing. And then 2019, you know what happens. Now, I'm not saying Jaden Daniels is Joe Burrow. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is Jaden Daniels came in in the spring. He hadn't been here for a long time. He was kind of nervous in the spring game, you saw. But he has played a lot of football. And with an entire summer learning the team, learning his wide receivers, going into the fall, being more comfortable with Mike Dimbrock, with Brian Kelly, uh, with Butte, uh, Beck, all the wide receivers. Jaden Daniels is a playmaker. If you watch what he did at Arizona State, he made big highlight plays. His deep ball is beautiful. His legs are phenomenal. He can run. He is over 1,200 yards rushing in his career and in double-digit touchdowns on the ground. That, that doesn't count the 6,000 yards that he has passing and 30 touchdowns. The only reason that I really have a question mark for Jaden Daniels is... His freshman season at Arizona State, he was electric. His freshman season at Arizona State, he threw for just under 3,000 yards, had 17 touchdowns and two interceptions. He was great as a freshman. In 2020, he kept up the same pace. They only played a few games because of COVID, whatever. Pac-12 was behind the ball. Five touchdowns, one interception. Touchdown interception ratio, exactly what you want. Last year, if you look at his numbers, it wasn't great. Ten touchdowns, 
10 interceptions. If you're getting Jaden Daniels after the his freshman season where he went for 17 touchdowns, two interceptions, I'd say put him behind the center. I don't care about Miles Brennan. I don't care about Garrett Nussmeyer. I saw what Jaden Daniels did last year. He's a playmaker. He's going to be a Heisman contender. He's going to be great. Last year, you saw a big regression from a 17 to 2 touchdown interception ratio to 10 and 10. That's big. Now, also, you got to look at Arizona State. You got to look at the team that he had around him. You got to look that COVID was a bad year for the whole Pac 12. Understand that. So I'm not saying that Jaden Daniels isn't good. I'm not saying that Jaden Daniels isn't a playmaker. In the spring, he made some plays with his legs. He threw a deep touchdown to Brian Thomas. He can he he has a great deep ball. He has been in situations that the other quarterbacks on this team have not. Miles Brennan has played in three games. Well, he's played in more than three, but he started three games, finished three games. All three of those games, well, the Vanderbilt game, we beat their butts. But Mississippi State, Missouri, both went down to the wire. So Brennan has been in a situation where he's had to fight at the end of the game. And he's done, done great, not not entirely. He's only done it three times. Jay Daniels has over 30 career starts. He's been in those games. He's been in uh, high-intensity games. Sometimes it hasn't been good. Sometimes it's been better. But he has the experience, and that's what you hold for Jaden Daniels over Miles Brennan, over Garrett Nussmeyer. So if Jaden Daniels starts week one against Florida State, I wouldn't be surprised there. Walker Howard, he looks like the quarterback of the future. Will he be your quarterback this year? I don't believe so. It's looking like you might not get a quarterback in this recruiting cycle, which, I mean, you still have six months. You could you could flip Eli Holstein, the Zachary quarterback uh, from Alabama who just got their second quarterback commit. Um, there's other quarterbacks out there, but I don't think you really need to because – Next Meyer, no matter who the quarterback next year, no matter who the quarterback is, Jaden Daniels can come back. Garrett Nussmeyer will be a redshirt sophomore, and Walker Howard will be a redshirt freshman. I'm telling you, I'm not worried about who plays this year because whether it's Nussmeyer, whether it's Jaden Daniels, whether it's Miles Brennan, I'm completely comfortable with whoever's thrown out there. Next year, whether it's Jaden Daniels, whether it's Nussmeyer, whether it's Walker Howard, I would be comfortable with whoever's thrown out there. If those are the three quarterbacks on the staff next year, they might not be. If Jaden Daniels is a quarterback this year and he goes goes off this year, he could be drafted. Then it's Nussmeyer or Howard. If Nussmeyer's still around, or if Howard's still around. But I don't think that matters. I'm not worried about next year right now. I'm worried about this year. And I'm really not worried because I think you have three capable quarterbacks. I really think you have four 
capable quarterbacks, no matter who is out there, I'm comfortable with. I think today, July 15th, when I'm recording this, I'm going to release it on the 17th. I think that Miles Brennan will be the starter game one. I do not know if Miles Brennan will be the starter against Texas A&M the last game of the season. You have a whole season to figure it out. You still have fall practice and two-a-days to figure it out. Nussmeyer could very, well, could very well be your starter, as, long as, as well as Shaden Daniels. And if you want me to tell you who fits Mike Denbrock's offensive mind, offensive style more, look at what Desmond Ritter did at Cincinnati the last four years. One, he set every record for the AAC. Two, he ran the ball a lot, but he passed the ball very, very, very efficiently. When I say efficiently, I mean 30 touchdowns, eight interceptions last year, 3,300 yards, got him to the football playoff. Desmond Ritter, possibly the best player that's ever been at Cincinnati. Could that be a once-in-a-generation talent that went to Cincinnati? Could that be Mike Denbrock? I don't know. But Mike Denbrock is now here, and if he takes any of the four quarterbacks we have and he breaks SEC records with them, you're winning a lot of games. That's all I have for you today on Down the Lines. Next week, SEC Media Days. How's that going to go? I don't know. But I'll catch you. Down the Lines.